back where all of them. All right, let's do it. It's another five-minute post-game show, courtesy of Post-Game Pines, Campbell and Gallo. Uh, Mitch, we are at the Bell Center just after the Canadians swept the Winnipeg Jets. Are we doing a post-game show of this game or a post-game show of this series? Tyler Toffoli set up by Cole Caulfield uh, for another moment by the Canadians. Yeah, and uh, maybe it's a little uh, from column A and a little from uh, column B, Campbell, when it comes to a, a post-game on the series or, uh, or the game tonight. And you talk about that overtime winner. Well, it was uh, very fitting that that's how the game was going to end because the Canadians controlled play through the three periods. Uh, yes, it was 2-2, but the Winnipeg Jets had no business being in that game. The Canadians were by far the better team. So they uh, deserve the, the victory that they got and a heck of a pass from Cole Caulfield. You know, we hear so often what a great shot he has, but now it's a couple times in the playoffs where he actually delivers with a really nice assist. Yeah, what a, what a play that was. And just the overtime and the whole game, Mitch, just I, I kind of felt like even if the Jets won, the Jets were still done. And I know that it was about building a nugget and, and trying to get some sort of momentum, but I didn't see anything from the Jets tonight. And they were trying to be patient and, and capitalize on Canadians' mistakes. There was like no sense of urgency from the get-go from the Jets in this series. And the Canadians just took advantage of that and, and just walked all over them. Dominic Ducharme after the game said that they played a better game four than they did in game five. They won game, sorry, better game four than they did in game three. They won game three, five to one. They won this one in overtime, three to two. Uh, so yeah, I, I, and I kind of agree with them a little bit. I thought that they were very solid from start to finish. Yeah, Sean, you know, just uh, going back to the Jets, I think it was kind of predictable. Uh, that uh, they were going to be in this situation at uh, at some point. Uh, just take a look at how they uh, finished their season. I know they kind of got things back on the rails yeah. at the very, very end, but they went through some miserable times uh, for the uh, last uh, 10, game, 10, 15 games of their schedule. Uh, they had issues with Hellebuck. They had issues with Shifley. Uh, they had players that weren't going. Ehlers was hurt. Uh, there was a lot of question marks for Winnipeg uh, going into the playoffs, they find a way to win three times in overtime against the Edmonton Oilers. Mike Smith uh, in one of those games wasn't very good, and uh, they get past Edmonton, but Montreal showed that uh, they're a team that has come together. They play as a unit. Their system is hard to beat, and uh, they know how to shut down uh, the other team when the other teams have uh, top-end talent. So you got to give full marks to uh, Montreal uh, to make Winnipeg look as lackluster as they did. And they did it without Jeff Petrie. They started using depth defensemen. Kulak had to pick up some more minutes. I thought he was very solid picking up an assist. Gustafsson scores a goal. It's these depth guys that were actually getting into the mix. Alexander Romanov got his first playoff game. He was super excited uh, to be there. And then you look at the four group just as a whole in the series. I mean, what a series for Dano Gallagher and Lekkinen who took over for Evans in that role. And then you think about what Suzuki to Foley to Foley's moments and Caulfield setting up and Suzuki with some big goals. And then what can we say about the Armia uh, stall Perry line? And then, you know, even Anderson and Byron Kakiemi, they, they, they weren't bad. They maybe didn't produce offensively like the other lines, but they were still providing things that the Canadians needed. Well, look, Sean, you just went through uh, the Canadians' full roster, basically. Yeah. And that's that's how this team was built. They were built with depth. They were built four lines and, and three pairs on the blue line. Not, we're going to load up our top line and play those guys big minutes and hope that they can produce. 
And not, not that that strategy is wrong, but that's just not the way the Canadians were built. If they were going to be a successful team, they were going to come at you with four lines that can attack, players that can do different things, uh, defensemen that you could rely on. And I know at times they got away from that on the blue line and didn't play their second pair. But when they needed to, uh, those guys also came up and uh, played some important minutes uh, for the Canadians. And don't forget special teams, power play goals in a timely manner and uh, timely shorthanded goals uh, by the Canadians. So, Mitch, they're in the final four. They are the top of the North Division. Uh, they, all these Canadian teams and bragging rights, the Canadians have them right now, and it's Vegas or Colorado. Uh, we got 20 seconds. Is there a better matchup? I may be Vegas, but uh, I think there's a great uh, there's great stories with both the teams. Colorado has the higher uh, top end skill, and uh, Vegas a little bit deeper. But I I see a good matchup either way. Yeah, it it should be fun. The great storyline. If you get Colorado, you get them in the retros. Get them in the retros. Quebec versus yeah, Montreal, buddy. and if it's Vegas, it's the Pacioretty versus Suzuki story, and maybe Tatar if he gets into the mix. That's it for us. Another five minute post game show, uh, courtesy of Post Game Pies. Habs off to the next round with a sweep of the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, Mitch, you know, I don't care what time it is. It's time for a LaBrosse beer. Cheers. Yeah. Oh, yeah.